What would happen if you were in a situation where it was life or death, your life was at stake? Would you have the strength, the conditioning, and the overall ability to save yourself, or would you fail? Well, in today's video, I wanna go over five exercises that can literally save your life. And when I say save your life, I don't mean from a heart attack or a stroke 20 years from now. I'm talking about if a pack of dogs is chasing you or if you're hanging off a ladder or a cliff, you're gonna be very happy that you watch this video because the truth is that many people forget that we live as physical beings in a physical world and it's your responsibility to physically take care of yourself even if technology does most of the work for you nowadays. In an emergency situation, it's gonna be very nice to be able to rely and trust in your own two hands and two feet, because sometimes you just have to run. Let's start with the very first exercise that you should be doing in case of an emergency, and that's unilateral leg exercises. A unilateral leg exercise is basically just a fancy way of describing an exercise performed on one leg. Why would you wanna do single leg exercises? Well. Most athletic movements are single leg in nature and unilateral explosiveness is a must for any fast movement. Whether you're running from a group of attackers or engaging them head on, having unilateral leg strength will help increase your speed, agility, and explosiveness so you can get out unscathed. One of the best unilateral leg exercises is the weighted Bulgarian split squat. You can do this exercise holding dumbbells at your sides or with a barbell on your back. One foot goes in front of the other, and the other foot gets planted behind your back on a bench, and then you go up and down in that lunge position. Now, I know some of you may have trouble with balance and coordination, but this exercise will help you develop just that, and I promise you, you're gonna get better every time you try this exercise. Try it first without weights, then progress to heavier and heavier weights when you're actually ready. And you can make it even more explosive by performing a jumping lunge at the top of the movement. The next exercise that you should be doing is the pull-up. Now, I know that a lot of people can't do pull-ups, especially when they first start, but I've trained so many people, men and women, that I've taught how to master the pull-up. It really is easy as long as you do the right things and make small incremental progress over time. The reason why the pull-up is so important uh, to master is because you might lose your footing and fall off a ladder, you might slip off a roof, or you might trip on a trail. In fact, that actually happened to my dad when I was a kid, and I watched him pull himself back up to the trail using a tree. So accidents really do happen, and the pull-up can help give you plenty of upper body strength to deal with many different emergency situations. But let's say that you've tried to do a pull-up and you just can't get your nose over the bar without jumping. Like I said, that's totally fine. Most gyms have assisted pull-up machines where you can select a counterweight to help you up along the movement. However, you wanna select as little resistance as possible for assistance. And whatever amount of weight that you need when you first start, you wanna gradually work your way down until eventually you don't need any assistance at all. If you don't have an assisted pull-up machine, don't worry. There are very cheap resistance bands that you can buy and attach to a regular pull-up bar. I've used these bands on clients to help them progress to a regular bodyweight pull-up, so I do know that they work. I'll include a link in the description for a really cheap set of these bands. Next, we have an exercise that I gotta admit I don't do enough of, and that's swimming. Not only is swimming one of the best forms of cardio, but being proficient at swimming can definitely save your life. I got caught in a riptide in Cancun and barely made my way back to shore. So emergency situations where you need to be conditioned and where you need to know how to swim, they really do happen. The great thing about swimming is that it works your whole body and it's also low impact and it really helps with conditioning. 
If you're not a good swimmer, just start by swimming from one end of the pool to the other, and then take a break for a minute, then swim back. Work your way up over time to more time swimming and less time taking breaks. Even swimming a couple laps for 30 minutes is a great cardio and conditioning workout that can help you big time in an emergency and it can help you lose some fat as well. Next up is martial arts, boxing, and wrestling. Understanding how to defend yourself is a must because running is not always an option. You could be out having a good time and all of a sudden there's a scuffle and you get dragged into it. Whether you like it or not, fights do happen and many times they happen fast without warning. Boxing will teach you how to take a punch and how to throw a punch. Wrestling will teach you how to take an opponent down and possibly more importantly, it'll teach you how to not get taken down to the ground yourself. There are many other types of martial arts out there such as Brazilian Jiu Jitsu that are really good, but there are also many types of martial arts out there that don't really prepare you for a real self-defense situation. Even a lot of the new cool boxing schools out there will only teach you how to hit pads and boxing bags. Even though this is better than doing nothing, hitting pads and boxing bags does, doesn't really teach you how to take a punch. So when picking where to train for self-defense, make sure that it's in an environment that mimics a real self-defense situation as closely as possible. Things like sparring, rolling, and wrestling, especially when done at a high intensity, can truly help if you ever have to defend yourself or your friends. The last exercise that you want to be doing, not only to get away from danger, but also because there are so many benefits, is sprinting. Many of you know that I'm a big fan of sprints, and the beautiful thing about sprints is that you don't have to do a lot of them to get a great workout. 15 minutes of on and off sprinting is enough. Sometimes you have to pick your battles, and standing your ground may not always be the best option. Sprinting will get you away from a group of attackers or your neighbor's crazy dog. It'll also help you increase your conditioning, your stamina, and your leg strength. One example of a sprinting workout would be 10 sprints, each with 60 seconds on, and then 60 to 90 seconds off to catch your breath. Once you do it 10 times, you're done. So it should only take you about 15 minutes. But I assure you, this is one of the best workouts you can get in such a short amount of time. That's it guys, I really hope this video has helped you out. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe to this channel and also make sure you take advantage of my free six week challenge where all you have to do to get it for free is actually commit to sticking to the plan and most of my clients right now are losing either a minimum of 20 pounds or 5% body fat in a short six week time period. You get a meal plan, a workout plan, and most importantly, you're gonna get a coach that's actually gonna check in with you every single week and help keep you on track. Click the link below and that'll take you straight there. Seriously, you wanna click that link because this challenge is gonna completely change your life. If you're really serious about making a transformation, the website is gravitytransformation.com. I hope to see you guys there.